Well. 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 Good evening, John. I can't see what you're saying. It says a-hole. A-hole of the week. Labour. It's a bit early to pick it, is it not? Well, I suppose not. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell, I'll tell you exactly why. Because of this whole bloody schools thing that's been going on. And it's been big news over the last few days, hasn't it? Yeah, it's um, a nonsense. Yeah, but it's, it's Labour that are responsible for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we'll just brush that under the carpet. People don't really want to know. Uh, <laughs> Amy says, no, the a-hole of the week is Ed. If you, if you think it's bad now, it's going to get way worse. <laughs> Surely not. We've got more. We've got lots, lots more. But we did take some real pictures, didn't we, John? Yeah, yeah, we've got real pictures. We've got real pictures. We've got pictures of the three of us together. We do. With his face. Well, the bird didn't shown. really shit on him, did it? I mean, come on. No. And also, many people in the chat right now, uh, at least three people in the chat, I would say, have met him with us, alongside us, over this weekend. So, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say something. We, we were pretty worried that I wasn't actually going to be able to speak on tonight's show. <laughs> we Who John? was worried? Well, you well you weren't worried. No. The, the plan <laughs> Why B... would I be worried? <laughs> the plan B was for me to just sit here and nod in agreement every now and again whilst John spoke. Praying for But it him. turns out... <laughs> So I've had an issue not being able to speak properly for the last few days. And, and it turns out it must have been an allergic reaction because the second I take it, started taking oh. antihistamines, it came straight back. I'll tell you exactly what it was. Mm. It was just singing. No, because it was hurting before then. Well, you probably didn't do any help then by singing so much and so loudly. That's true. That's true. I mean, I was singing a song at the karaoke, and then all of a sudden, his phone was just in my face. It was just there. And I was like... You didn't miss Hi? Friday's show, Tony. There wasn't a show on no, Friday. There was, no. We were watching Sound of Freedom as well. Yes, we were. We were watching Sound of Freedom, which I did not enjoy. Oh, God, oh my... I'd, well, I'd be interested. What did you think of it, Tony? What did you think? Genuine, what did you think? Yeah, it's a good question. So, um... yeah, you know, I can only be honest with you people. And I went to, we went to see Sound of Freedom, us, Shalini, Vaughan. Um, Vaughan fell asleep, as Shalini rightly says in the chat. Yeah. And I thought the movie was far too long. And whether, whether or not, you know, Tim Ballard's kind of full of shit is out. The jury's out on that because lots of people and lots of evidence point to there being some shenanigans shall we say, with the financials and the conduct of Tim himself. But secondly, um, it just seemed like this weird passion project. Like, Timoteo, the hero. Oh, well, I, see, I never quite figured that out. Mm. Why would she have that to give to her brother when he hadn't done anything to be Timoteo but, up to that point? Well, exactly. First of all, that, so, that's a very good question. But second of all, <laughs> I will say this. I, I've done a bit more research in the background and discovered that Jim uh, Jim Caviezel was personally requested by Tim Ballard to play him. <laughs> so when you do the story of me, I'd like a, I'd like just a regular two by four, sawn, not planed. <laughs> 
Because they'd probably get stuff. more expression out of it. <laughs> but I will say this. You know, the, the subject matter is important. The subject matter right. is very important. Well, well, yes, the subject matter is important, but the problem is, and Tony says he thought it was thought-provoking and heart-wrenching, and I got none of that, Tony. I really did. No, me um, I couldn't make any connection with any of the characters in the movie because there was no... It, it, it just it didn't tell a story. It didn't, it didn't immerse you in it. It didn't make you feel invested in it. None of the people were terribly likeable, right? So, it, 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 I mean... For God's sake, Caviezel's pal in the movie was an, a, a self-admitted paedophile, you yes. know? So, I mean, really, the whole thing was just a bit off. I, I, I just didn't like it. I, I mean, I just thought it, it, it didn't hit any. It didn't hit any of the things that you'd think it would hit, you know? Well, it was just well, poorly like, done, poorly done. Much like the new Ahsoka series on Disney+, Plus, there's a lot of dead weight that could have been cut out of it. That runtime could have been cut right down. I think you would have made a better movie if you had uh, cut... There's a lot that could have been trimmed. Cut about 20, 25 minutes out. Um, shorten that runtime down. Really focus heavily on the operations instead of um, the build-up to the operations. Yeah. And I think you would have had a better movie. Uh, but as a movie... I I just didn't I just didn't enjoy it and in fact it got to the point where it was so far fetched it was so far fetched that this was supposed to be one man's life story that when it got to the end and Jim Caviezel morphed, morphed into, into <laughs> actual Tim Ballard I audibly said in a silent cinema oh for fuck's sake didn't I yeah. <laughs> and everyone could hear me and John just burst out laughing <laughs> it was it was bad. I, I just um yeah. I just didn't get I mean and the the back where he was under the bed when the um when the, the, the bad guy was going to take the little girl to have his way with her. But that was just it was just so badly done. It would have been so much better though if he'd imitated Predator and just been down in the mud. Come on up out of the yeah, mud. It's just <laughs> lie, he's just lying under the bed, you know. Yeah, and then so, appeals, yeah, I, then si silently appeals beside the guy. It'd probably have been shot on the way out from under the bed if that had really happened. Well, I I just don't believe how, at least I know the island raid thing happened, right? That yeah, happened. but I don't think he did the solo thing. No, I don't think half of what he says happened happened at all. Yeah. I really don't. I think he's hamming it up, shall we say? And obviously, Hollywood they're going to ham it up for entertainment purposes. I see a lot of people calling it an indie movie. Uh, it wasn't an indie movie. Oh. It was it was made under 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 budgeting and distribution deals with Fox, uh, and it sat on a shelf for five years because of the acquisition of Fox by Disney, uh, uh, and then Angel Studios, who are very questionable themselves in my opinion, uh, made a, a a licensing deal with Fox to take the movie off them. So it was it was. Better, yeah. I think it was about a fourteen, fifteen million dollar budget. So it wasn't, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a cheap movie. I mean, you could see that because it was all done on location and with, yeah, you know, no. you know, plenty of equipment and good cameras. I, I mean, so it wasn't a fourteen, wasn't fifteen million made. dollars is still not a big budget in in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I know, but it right. wasn't poorly made, but it was certainly poorly executed. I would say. Yes, it was, um, uh, and I think it all boils down to the edit, really. It was nearly they as bad as Redcon 1. Oh. Story of my life. 
<laughs> anyway, we'll tell you more about the weekend after the after the intro. John, introduce the show. Yes, um, <clears throat> I'd like to welcome one and all denizens of the interwebs and citizens of Veridora. You know who you are, and we appreciate you. Welcome one and all to this Chasing Descent Live episode 249 with me, John, back on the West Coast and Ben on the South Coast. Yeah, I'm a shape my way So you can go kick rocks I'm a stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo! Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Think I need a new PC. Oh, there we go. There we go. And uh, we'll start the the, the weekend. Vaughn <laughs> said he thought the film was okay. The high he spot of the movie was when that girl in the tight white lycra squeezed past in front of us to go to the toilet. Oh dear. And that was somebody in the audience, not in the movie, by the way. He's talking about. Um, yeah, so Vaughn, Vaughn, Vaughn missed that as well, though. Vaughn says, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, he was sleeping. <laughs> he was snoozing away, bless him. So, um, John come down on Thursday, and uh, we immediately went to play pool, um, and he beat me 9 0. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. Let's let's be fair. You won. Like that day, you won. That day I won. I beat him six matches to three. It's the second day I won, and, and then then on then I, yeah. I I destroyed the pool cue that day as well. Yeah, he accidentally <laughs> broke my wife's pool cue, snapped it in half. The new one arrives tomorrow, thankfully. <laughs> so there you go. That cost me a fortune. <laughs> but um. Shalini and Vaughan arrived on Friday the minute that happened, in fact. Mm. Just as you were just as you were going, oh shit, oh shit, oh, oh shit. shit. In they come, walking into the pub. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. It was it was an accident. And then we went to then we went for dinner, then we went to see Sound of Freedom, had a milkshake. That was a high spot of that night. Mm -hmm. Um then we Went to see Ed on Saturday. We did. We went to see Ed Zatecki over in the seaside town of and, Brighton. And and Harold. Harold came along as well, yeah. And I, I I, tried my best to fit in as we were going to Brighton, and I wore a Pride t-shirt, didn't I, John? Did you? Oh, sure. Did yeah, you? I was wearing those Mickey Mouse with the rainbow ears. I didn't know that was a Pride shirt. It was a Pride shirt. I did it to fit in. All right, I just thought when it was Brighton, just the kind of thing you would wear because you're a bit strange anyway. Well, I am a bit strange, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, they haven't realised this I, 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 over more than 300 broadcasts. I'm sorry I can't help you. Um, and we went on Brighton Pier so that I could go on, on, on one single ride that I went on twice and then decided <laughs> I didn't want to spend any more money on it because it was £5 a go. Um, it was a Zamperla Air Race, best flat ride in the world. There's only two of them in this country, and I was very happy to go on it. All of these pansies, pansies, a lot of them, not one of them <laughs> why would go on it with me. Why did we want to go on something that spins you around, turns you upside down? Well, why wouldn't you want to go on that? Why? Did you see how much fun I was having? 
Yeah, if that was you. But it's like, I mean, it's like taking a child <laughs> out. It really is. Then he wonders why his child, children don't behave. It's because he's still a child himself. Look, listen. <laughs> Some people like the drink. I'm not one of them. Some yeah. people like the smoking and the drugs. We, I'm no hey, longer one of those. We let we let you have your shot on your whatever it was called. Yeah, but you don't have to take the piss. I don't take the piss out of you for your vices. Mine's just adrenaline. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> oh, anyway. Adam says last time he went on a pirate ship, he was sick in a bin. Oh, I don't go on a pirate home. ship. Don't like pirate ships. Well, well, Adam, look up the Zamperla Air Race um, and then tell me what you think that would do for you. <laughs> People were look that I was that we were with were looking at it going, nope, fuck that. Nope. And then we went nope. to the pub and had an afternoon with Ed, chatting away. We did. And, and then the day did nipples. not conclude there. I have never seen two men, that's John and Vaughan, drink as many beers as were consumed that afternoon and evening. Then I went and had dinner on well, my own because Vaughn fell asleep, lightweight. He did, yeah. I was going to say, halfway through the day, Vaughn did have a tactical snooze, yeah. didn't he? Well, it must have been some snooze because he, he didn't answer his phone for like two hours. Yeah, it was about two or three hours he had a little yeah. snooze for. Uh, Shalini says, oh my fucking God, that pub crap surface. Yeah, it, was it was crap surface, yeah. was it, in Brighton? Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. hey-ho. Then we went out to the karaoke. and. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether or not Shalini and Vaughan would surface, but they did. And they stayed the course. Shalini, who does yeah. like to go to bed, stayed the course until gone 1am. So, kudos. And Ben wouldn't let anyone else sing. I didn't have a fucking choice. Oh. None of that. I don't run the karaoke, and I don't even put my own songs up. That ginger bastard <laughs> just goes, you're singing this, and sets me up. And then he knew that I was in really, really bad form and that my voice was hurting. And he was finding the hardest possible songs for me to That's sing. True. That's true. Just so he Shalini. could laugh at me. That's for Shalini. That's true, John. So anyway, right, let's get on with the news proper, shall we? The news proper. ADL rules Twitter. What do you know yeah. about the ADL? I know the Anti-Defamation League in the past were probably a good organisation. Um, when in the well, I guess the formation. Jonathan Greenblatt has never been a good guy. But as the years have gone on, they've been infested and infested and infested, just like um, just like the subset of Israel, isn't it? Well, maybe. But there's no maybe about it. It really is, and the thing is. See, this is the problem, because you can't actually say how bad the Anti-Defamation League is. Because if you do, you're going to get tarred with the AS brush, aren't you? You mm. know? And then people go, oh, you can't say that, that's anti And it's like, you know what? These people, these people think they are something, they think they'll do something. And they're not. Well, you know, they're not. They claim to have been persecuted throughout history, and they haven't been. Apart from that I'm, one incident. I'm <laughs> I'm not qualified to speak on this, so I won't. Um and by one qualified time? I mean I'm just I'm just not knowledgeable enough to know. Um but obviously we all know about the one time that we can't really speak about on this platform. But that one time was pretty pretty freaking bad. 
first of all. But second of all... Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> we, we just can't discuss look, it on this platform. You know, we just can't because it would just be wiped out. We'd just wipe out the mean? channel. Well, I just want to do a shameless plug for the website because yeah. uh, there's a couple of new articles posted out on the website today, ChasingDescent.com. Uh, one written by John and one written by me. Uh, John is about... Mine wasn't written by me. Mine was actually... Uh, I've reproduced it from the National... Uh, the NIH Public Library, right? Oh. So it's actually a reproduction of one of their papers. Yeah. Um, which is quite interesting when you actually read it because that's in the NIH Library, right? So... That's quite yeah. interesting. It's worth having a read at that one, I would say. And uh, what I what I produced today was an opinion piece uh, called "It's Okay to Say You Don't Know." Chances are that you don't. Yeah. Um. And, and I think this ties quite well into what I'm saying here. I don't know, and I think it's absolutely fine. People, uh, go read the article. Yeah. I've got a link in the chat now. But I think it's absolutely fine to say that you don't know. And in fact, I would, you know, if you're going to say something is even righteous, even. It's. I think it's more righteous to say, look, I, I think, don't know. I think, actually, to go back to the point, I think the problem is that the ADL exerts too much influence over basically all social media. Because but it's, it's, not just it's got social all media. these... Sorry? It's not just social media. No, it's I know, but... mainstream media. But it exerts way too much influence over social media. Because, like, well, let's face it, it killed Parler. It just killed mm -hmm. them. And it's been trying to kill yes. Gab for God knows how long. And Gab's had to go and build... Their own infrastructure, completely, yes. and fund it they from have. completely different sources because they can't get advertisers because of the ADL. And this is the problem: if the Anti-Defamation League tar you, yeah. then you are tarred, yeah. and you are persona non grata. Nobody will sponsor you. Nobody will go with you. Yep. Um, no, nobody will advertise it. It's like all of these people picking up ad revenue sharing on on twitter or x or whatever you want to call it these days if the adl step in and say well these people are persona non grata then x will not run ads against those people so even though they'll be in the ad revenue sharing program and they might be getting millions and millions and millions of impressions and we're seeing this in real time by the way we're seeing this happen people like ian miles chong are getting 10 thousand dollars in a week mm -hmm. off of x and then people with more impressions are getting 70 dollars yeah yeah i know so we're seeing in real time what is happening here and it's going to be because of organizations like the adl the anti-defamation league who i don't think would be having anything to do with x if not for yakka 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 the yakarina yeah Right. Yeah, well, I think I think Yakarino's in there because the ADLs had a word with um, with Elon. And the thing is, if, if unless Elon decides he's going to pay for everything himself, because Twitter's infrastructure is all based on Google's servers. Yes, of course, and so Google people... Google could turn Twitter off with a flick, just like Amazon did to Parler. Yeah, and obviously Apple as well. Uh, have massive well, influence over whether or not Twitter exists. Well, that that that's because th you know they own the App Store. You know, mm. so if you're out at Apple's, if, if the ADL say turn them off, Google turn them off. That, that means they lose the Play Store, they lose the servers, and they lose the App Store. Bang, gone. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? 
speaking of fact checking organizations which is basically what the adl are positioning themselves as these days right yeah um mariana spring keeps popping up in my uh in my twitter sphere people praising her with her series mariana and conspiracy land which is full of verifiably untrue things yeah and I, I I pointed that out to her today because she was gushing that somebody was saying nice things about her. And I said, you're going to address specifically the Carl Benjamin stuff where you've made, I think it's seven or eight at least, objectively and provably false statements about this man, yeah. uh, in, including locations you said he was when he wasn't, people who campaigned with him when they didn't, and, and things like that. And do you know what? I've got like people coming at me saying, oh look at this cell phone and i'm like what? wait what look here's the proof and then i posted some proof and it's like oh, 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 oh. they got nothing to say nobody comes back against this stuff and i'm just waiting for mariana to block me to be honest i mean what worries me about her is i used to be blocked by mariana spring i know you're not and she unblocked me you've that appeared on a list Welcome. You're yeah. on a list. You're on a watch list. That does worry me a lot because I, I don't see many people getting unblocked by this woman and I am one of those people that I thought did. I was blocked by Mariana. What's her name? I'm hoping she does at some point re-block me. What is her name? Mariana? Mariana Spring. Yeah, but is that her Twitter? Uh, Ma Mariana Spring, all one word. Mariana, Mariana Spring, with yeah, a double N. I can see her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm blocked. No. You're blocked. I'm not. I'm not. I've got. A, I've got everything up now. I'm Nothing blocked. I do or say, and I only ever. I never say things that are you know quote unquote conspiracies or anything like that. I just simply question her and things that I can prove are false that she's, she's saying. Been at the bloody Photoshop to make those profile pics, hasn't she? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know, we've 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 all watched your broadcasts. I've seen you in real life. With your seven masks and your visor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a lunatic. Uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer. There were probably less than seven masks. There were at least two, though. At yeah. least two. No. Okay. Um, In the open air. So, um, talking about that article that I put up, so from the NIH, and basically the, I, I'm asking the question now on the show, is, um, is there a campaign to mass sterilize uh, women in, in Africa? Well, I can give you an answer. I don't know. Well, you know, the NIH seem to think there may well have been. So <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? Because it appears that um, a popular anti-fertility anti drug has been introduced into the tetanus injections, um, and the only people that they're calling forward for tetanus injections are... Uh, females and multiple tetanus injections at that not just one strange I might, and that's from from the annals of the NIH the organization that was formerly run by Mr. Fauci I've, uh, I've had a tetanus shot yeah but I only got one when I got but you didn't uh, get it in Africa I... did you no right okay so stand down no it's not right I know you are a conversational narcissist, but not everything is about you. <laughs> I was about to follow that up with a question. <laughs> Go on. 
<laughs> it was relevant. So this version of the tetanus shot that the NIH National Institute of Health, formerly led by Dr. Anthony Fauci, um, are asking is only relating to an African version of the injection. I think yes. it's relating to an African campaign to give every woman in Africa this tetanus shot multiple times. And that's why there are serious questions about it, because the ingredients aren't maybe quite what they should be. So um, this paper has been written, and um, the NIH are asking questions, which is, you, you wonder, that's like, um, well, if they're not doing it, who do you think is? Who do you think might be involved in giving Africans medicines? Well, I I I think it I might be someone related, someone related to fences. <laughs> You know, that gap yeah. that you put in a fence and close it with... I can't remember what the thing is that closes that gap in a fence. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I could look through the windows yeah. and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be. <laughs> right, okay. So, well, I think that probably pretty much answers that question. Um, right, people are saying Angela Rayner's been demoted, right? Well, they're doing a reshuffle today. Yeah, but she's not been demoted. Because she's been given an actual role this time. Well, what's the role that she's been given this time? Oh, I don't know. Shadow Secretary for levelling up. Same as, um, what's his name? Gove. She's got the, she's the, the opposite of Gove. The Ginger Growler wants to level us up? Yeah, yeah. She's the, she's the opposite of Gove. Now, the thing <laughs> is, she's still the deputy of the Labour Party because that's an elected position by... The people that elected the, yeah, the party. That's not oh. something Keir Starmer can change. So she's still his deputy, but now she has an actual role as well. So if anything, I'd say that's a that's a promotion, not a demotion. Well, the only the only sense in which it could be a demotion is now she's got to do some actual work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got to do <laughs> some work other than just trot around after Keith. Yeah, just do it, rather than rather than following him along, going, well, I can't wait to get into the seat there so I can show him my ginger growl. <laughs> um, I I I, I cannot confirm rough. or deny whether or not she said that, but she is a bit rough, isn't she? Oh God, I don't know. It's the voice. What, I don't know what her vices are, but I suspect. Oh, I can't suspect anything. I, Look, I just don't know the woman. The, I'm not gonna. It's the voice. Okay, for me, it's the voice more than anything. Why did, if she were a mute, yeah, if she were a mute, we could talk, but our voices, <laughs> our voices, um, it's a bit, yeah, it's just a bit, you know what I mean. <laughs> Why'd you get a yeah. tennis shot, Vaughn? Did you have a, did you have a puncture wound from a dirty implement? Perhaps he did. I'm just asking, because really I mean, that would be the drunk. only the only he was occasion. rather drunk this weekend. He may well have. Had. I mean, that would be the only occasion that you really need a tetanus shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's been a good weekend. It's been a good. I I feel. Well, actually, I'm the next. Speaker, oh, I'm knackered. Speaking of um, Vaughn, the next story actually comes from Vaughn. India has indeed launched a, a, a rocket at the moon. Uh, not the moon, the sun. They have launched a rocket and a satellite towards the sun as they are going to study it from the L1 Earth-Sun Lagrange point. There you go. We got some nice CGI images of it yet. 
See, this is the thing I don't understand. What did they want? <laughs> did they want real footage is it from the resident moon camera crew? <laughs> from, the, from the moon camera. Yeah, just the yeah. moon cam. Ladies and gentlemen, get, we get the boys out. To... Get the boys out of the rocket coming down. Oh, it's a Chinese one today. We'll film that. Then we'll send the footage yep. down to the Indian one tomorrow. And then, oh, there's the Russian one crashing. Yeah. Bloody hell. I, I don't quite understand what people expect. It's like people, I don't know. I think. I, I, I mean, did they want better quality graphics? Is that the problem? Did they want a whole I, Bollywood? I so. Did they want a Bollywood production of it? Maybe they should all have stood up and started dancing. <laughs> that might that might have got them going. No, of course you were never going to see any real footage from outside of something as it came down to land. Because let's face it, like John said, there's not exactly a ready camera crew sitting there on the moon surface. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. It's time out, out, out of base 14. Come on, bring the cameras. Bring the cameras, boys. So, um, work like that. Dickie Housel's been talking to his, um, his, his, uh, his serfs, hasn't he? Yeah, and for those who have no idea who Doogie Howser is, he is the current Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. His name's not really Doogie Howser, by the way. Sorry? His name's not really Doogie Howser. No, I know it's him. not Doogie Howser, but he's a dead right for him. And he looks about the yeah. same age as Doogie Howser was when he played Doogie Howser MD. Um, right, so, so, no sooner have... have um, has he told these serfs that they really need to get something or they would lose their jobs? And he's now telling them that nobody coerced them. They didn't need to take it. And if they're having any consequences, it's their own fault. <laughs> exactly. He's standing there at the old press conference going, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what exactly you want me to do about this. We yeah. didn't tell you. We didn't coerce you to go and get anything. We didn't tell you you wouldn't lose your jobs. We didn't tell you you couldn't have access to society or anything like that. Well, you know, you made your own choices. You decided to go and get these things. And if you uh, if you end up in an adverse state because of it, it's entirely on you. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, I, I saw Dougie Hauser, actually. I saw a clip of him trying to describe what a woman was. <laughs> I saw this the other. In fact, didn't he say it's a bit of a trap? That question. <laughs> well, he actually he went like this. He went. Mm. <laughs> you can see, you can see the cogs actually falling out his ears. <laughs> Yeah. Boys and girls, it isn't a gotcha question. It really isn't a gotcha <laughs> I question. Mean, I think the woman asked if the woman had, could have a penis. <laughs> At that point, the whole thing had just, just, just descended into madness. And the, the person who was signing was like this. <laughs> probably going, oh, I don't know what, I don't know what to, to do, do. Here, guys. <laughs> <coughs> Robin says a woman is his mum. Yes, indeed, your mum was a woman, Robin. Or is a woman. <sighs> yes, you're right, Robin, you're right. You are <sighs> absolutely 100% correct. Yeah. yeah. So. Same as mum. Well, 
I don't really think I class my mum as human, so... No, don't, 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 to... let's not go into that. Right. We won't go there. Um, let me finish with Diggy Houser. <laughs> Just remember, boys and girls, if I tell you to do something, and my <laughs> former boss tells you to do something, right, and uh, we threaten you every each, each way, including saying we are going to track you down, which I did say, by the way. I said I'm going to track you down if you haven't done what we told you to do. Um, when you do what we tell you to do because you're so afraid of losing your livelihood, your access to life, your family and everything like that, um, oh. it's your fault when it goes wrong. It's not ours. It's your fault. That is basically what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's it, it. it is, it is insane. That is insane. 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 Right, right. Um, oh, SMP had a massive rally on Saturday in Edinburgh. How massive was it? There's some dubiety among the numbers, right? Mm. So Leslie Riddock, who is a devout SNP nationalist, claims mm -hmm. that the police told her there was 25,000 people there, right? But if you ask the police, all the police say is, um, we would refer you to the organisers for the actual numbers of people that attended. Okay, right, right. but okay. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then there's this other, these other people who have a video of the whole thing and have obviously counted or estimated with some degree of accuracy, I think, the amount of actual people there, and they say there was 3,989. Okay, so let's be generous here and go somewhere in the middle, which is around 12,000. Right. No, there wasn't Somewhere twelve. The there wasn't twelve thousand people in Edinburgh. That would just I, fill I, it I up. know there. I know there likely wasn't as well. But yeah. let's be generous. Let's be generous. Right. We can we can give him some. Yeah, yeah. We can give. Still, what on earth is that amount of people? Even if it was twelve thousand, even if it was twenty five thousand, what on earth is that amount of people actually going to change? Well, I mean that's that's, that's not even one percent of the population. Exactly, exactly. Um, I saw some of the speech, well, I heard some of the speech you were playing it to me earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was doing his Braveheart moment, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it was bad, though. It was bad. It, was, it wasn't I'm bad. I'm going to, there's going to be a Hamza coming out. Well, there's going to have to be an honest version of that speech released, I think. Yeah, it will be, it will be. Yeah. Hamza is be. nothing but honest. Well, exactly. It's 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 Humza in a monologue, people. It's hum Himza is Humza's in a monologue. It's just yeah. Humza doesn't know it. It's as simple as that. Although I have copied in <laughs> to the Humza on a number of occasions, I'll probably be on a watch list as well. <laughs> you almost definitely are on a watch list, yeah, especially up there because you speak your mind, and that's something. Yeah, that's verboten. 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 I das is verboten. Yeah. That's his forbidden. Oh, right. So there's a guy claiming he's found the MH370 in a Cambodian you know jungle. I, I'm just going to refer you to what I sent you earlier. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll, I'll I refer know. them to what I In the last week, there have three, been three different people that have claimed they have found the MH370 in three completely separate places on Earth. Yeah, so one says it's, what, 1,500 metres off the coast of Perth, Australia. Yep. One says, kilometers, it's, yeah. one says it's in Cambodia, and where's the third one? 
the third one is parts of it may have washed up on a beach in Thailand. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of this in the last week. Yeah, that's weird. Because why would why why is MH three seventy so? Why is it? Why is there so many people looking at it now? Why do we want well, a troll poll, Andrew? No, I don't think we want. We're not doing a troll poll about with anything with the word gender in it. <laughs> Definitely not. Let me, let me, let me just say that I don't think people are only looking at it just now. I think it's one of those things that doesn't go away and it pops up every now and again for yeah. sure. But I, I think it's more algorithmically being pushed in front of us now, more than anything else. I don't think anything's actually changed so far as people wanting to find it or look into it because. I see see quite a bit about it from time to time because it's something that interests me and it's always been something that interests me and the real purpose of the island of Diego Garcia very much interests me. To Could be, be a honest, rabbit you know, hole, Diego Garcia. It's it's definitely one hundred percent not a CIA black site, and I am one hundred percent not suicidal. Definitely not. No, and not suicidal. If we ever find that we are there, then we we didn't go there willingly. Not <laughs> willingly. No. Nope, not at all. Uh, it, it was an accident. We got there by accident. So I'm thinking the MH371, though, that's in Cambodia. That could be a whole predator-type situation. That could fall in nicely with the UFOs and aliens. Had not thought of that. Had not thought of that. I, I, you know what? I completely, fully and utterly agree with you. That's true. Yeah. Ooh, so. Now I'm I'm literally falling down a rabbit hole in my own mind right now. <laughs> yeah, because the predator could have, he could be hunting all the people, or he could be just releasing them one at a time. Hmm. Right, <clears throat> where are we? Uh, speaking of airplanes and crashes, the ones that hired that pilot to do the pink dusting of the crop um, to wow. reveal the gender of the child. The pilot made a bit of an error, didn't he? As he scalped a uh, tree and collapsed his wing. It looks to me like he pulled too hard on his rudder. So he pulled too hard up in, and the left wing just collapsed. I think it might have hit the tree. It might have. Somebody said you could hear uh, the thud. Get to the for those chopper. who don't know, there was a gender reveal party recently. Was it in Mexico? Yes, it was in or Mexico. Was it Mexico City? And the... The family hired a crop dusting pilot to come and drop the coloured smoke directly over them to tell you pink or blue, was it a boy or a girl? It was pink. He comes along, it, it was pink, he managed to do the smoke, come down in very low, put in the pink smoke, it all looked good, he pulled up, his left wing collapsed, and he crashed yeah. and he died. Yeah, but I don't think they noticed, because he'd done his bit, so they just carried on with the party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the couple themselves didn't notice at all. They did not. They were too busy hugging. Yeah. But hey-ho, hey-ho, these things happen. I guess they do. I mean, it is an unfortunate accident. Speaking of unfortunate accidents, what happened to Mr. Schultz? The German... Oh, the jury's, the jury's out on that one, isn't it? The German Prime Minister. I mean, oh. he, he he's, starting, he's starting to look like a real-life interpretation of Captain fucking Hook right now, but... <laughs> He certainly marked his face up well, hasn't he? <clears throat> yeah. And he's wearing an eye patch. So of course, yes. of course. <laughs> what's the first thing? The first thing that people start saying 
It's the Black Eye Club. Oh, good God! The, the adrenochrome and all that nonsense. Everybody's just gone straight to it. Straight to it. No. You can't have an accident and hurt your eye. Did I show you the picture when I woke up with a black eye? I woke up with a black eye one one day. I just woke up with a black eye. I've no idea how it happened. I wasn't in an accident. I didn't. Nobody hit me. Nothing happened. I didn't take any drugs or anything. I went to bed. You clocked yourself in your sleep. Yeah, I went to bed and I woke up the next morning with a black eye. Yeah. Bizarre. So you clocked yourself you know, in your sleep. Accidents do happen. I don't think, personally speaking, his excuse of it was a jogging accident is real. <laughs> He's either walked into a door, yeah, <laughs> or a frying pan, <laughs> or something like that, or a fist. But uh, yeah, possibly there may have been there may have been physical violence involved, but we can only we can't speculate about that. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. The eye, the eye patch looks pretty fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. It was a nice touch. The eye patch. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking badass. Now, German, Germany, you are now being ruled by Captain Hook. <laughs> he should have put braids in his hair. And for those, Captain... for those in the know, for you like citizens of Veradora, from now on, Schultz will be forever known as Captain Hook. There you go. Captain Hook, Diggy Hauser. <laughs> they always get their weird names, don't they? Harold, they do. They Harold Bishop, do. formerly of Wales. Yeah, well, Harold Bishop, he, he's gone and sort of moved into the summer house now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's retired. Remember when he, oh, I lived in the shed at the bottom of the garden. Right, when the shed is actually like a two-bedroom summer house. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like Snake Plissken. But yeah, yeah, it was a two-bedroom summer house. Yeah. Oh, oh! It was so, it was so devastating living in the shed. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Fuck off, Harold! <laughs> Not you, Harold. Harold Bishop. <laughs> um, Paris, Paris has banned electric scooters. Oh no! That's a big step. Oh no! They have, they've had enough of them. They've had enough of all this nonsense because of that there was that many for hire and all that, and then you know the, all these lunatics are running about on them at high speed and stuff like that. So they've just banned the whole bunch. They've just banned them completely. There you go. Can't say I'm upset about that. No, I'm not. Either. I think these. And things for those are who nuisance. ride electric scooters, I kind of apologise for what I'm about to say, but I don't. They are a fucking menace. They are an absolute menace. So all right? those people on mobility things, though. Von Shalini and I were coming down to your house on Sunday, and there was a guy tearing down the middle of the road on one of them. <laughs> well, I say tearing down the middle of the road, but he, he obviously wasn't going that fast. And then he came upon a gap in the cars, and he stuck his hand out and pulled into it <laughs> to let us that's my boy right there that's my boy that was well done ridiculous. so there's this local woman who's got one right she's got this mobility scooter 
that yeah. she rolls her wheelchair into and locks her wheelchair into it. And the yeah. back comes up. And it's a tricycle. It's got three wheels. And it does fucking 50 mile an hour if she rides a fucker on the road. And it's got license plates and everything. Really? Yeah. She's nuts. You see her like, up on the dual carriageway gunning it on this thing, still sitting in her wheelchair. <laughs> That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he did indicate he just stuck his left what? hand straight out. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, so, um, right, well, let's touch briefly. We're going to touch briefly on Ukraine, okay? Ukraine, yeah, because, um, it appears Zelensky's still trying to drag NATO into a hot war because he's now claiming that Russian drones fell on Romania, right? And Romania are saying. No, they didn't. <laughs> Romania are saying, uh, uh, Vladimir, um, have you been spending a bit too much time in the snow again? Yeah. Because no, they didn't. <laughs> no. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. But you know what's really interesting is the attack on Pizkov or whatever it is, which is in Russia, right? So Ukraine said they've used these Australian cardboard drones. Mm. So they make drones out of cardboard. I didn't know this until recently, but they make these drones out of cardboard. Which very environmentally very... friendly, I must say. Sorry? Yeah. Very environmentally friendly, I must say. <laughs> environmentally friendly, and, and they'll burn up quite easily because they're used yeah. for strike, you know, suicide drones, but they're also um, got a very low radar cross-section, so they're quite good for penetration. Right? But they can't fly... From Ukraine to Piskov, because that's like 500 kilometres. No, I wouldn't have thought so. And although Ukraine are saying they launched them from inside Russia, they launched about 10 of these things. So everybody's going, actually, it looks like they might have launched them from Estonia. Because the Estonian border is only 63 kilometres from the airfield that was attacked. And that's within the range of the drone. I think it's a 150-kilometer range, right? So, as he had illicit help from a NATO country, which then puts Maybe. that country at risk, but wouldn't trigger Article 5 if Russia moved against it because they had they struck first. first. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No, um it is interesting. It is interesting. Something certainly to keep an eye on. Unfortunately, I'm convinced that Tucker Carlson is probably right at this time and that the Democrats are going to do all they can to push us all uh -huh. into a hot war with Russia within the next 18 months. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is something I don't want. I, I don't want it either. I, I, I probably can't see it. I'd rather see it come to a quicker conclusion than what's happening. Yeah, and, I mean, and there's only one person one. got the ability to do that. And it's we not Joe Biden. Who. What? Well, I said we won't say who, but... Yeah, it's not um, Joe Biden. But, interesting, Vladimir Putin and Erdogan have had a summit today in Sochi. Yeah, what happened there? I have not done my research. I tried to watch it live, but I couldn't find any live translation. Okay. Um, I haven't had time to have a look at that. So we'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Okay. But... Also, interestingly, Ukraine have just drafted every doctor and nurse into the military in the country. It's worse than that, mate. It's worse than that. 
Right, so from the 1st of October, every doctor, nurse and pharmacist must um, register for military service. Okay. Yep. Every woman under the age of 60 must register oh, for military Christ. service. Is this in response to people still going out and partying and Vladimir going, what are you doing? No, this is in response to the fact they've ran out of people. If nobody see this isn't the actions of a country that's winning. This is an action I of a country. So. This is the actions of a country that has run out of people. That's the problem. It's desperate. Yeah. It's, 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 it stinks of desperation, doesn't it? Yeah. The, the, <clears throat> every woman up to the age of sixty is to register for military service, and only those that have underlying medical conditions may be excused. Put it this way, if they ever tried to draft here, I'd dodge it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we shouldn't be drafting anyone because we'll know war with anyone. Yeah, but the, we're trying our best to be, for <coughs> God's sake. Yeah, I know. And we, I mean, it, it's wh time whether it's... people got some sense. It really is. Well, it's not just Russia that we're, you know, our, our, our government are trying to be at war at. It's also China, on the other hand. Remember Liz Truss, when she was back here in defending, I think we need to arm, you, uh, arm Taiwan. Oh, let's send Taiwan some some weapons. Yeah, let's oh, see what happens there. Oh, she was a warmongering tool, though, wasn't she? I think they all are, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Vaughan says, please tell me they're not sending women to the front lines. Hey, man, of course they will. They've run out of people, Vaughan. That's the problem. They have run yeah, out of people. Equal opportunities. Equality under the law and all they, that. They're reporting, they're reporting that they've broken through the Russian lines in Zaharaspa or whatever it is. And they're through the, all the defensive lines and they're making great thingies. But you've got to watch the Russians because they're devious, you know. They yeah. pull you into these things and then they drop a kill box on you. So you've really got to watch them. What, what they're actually doing is probably pulling them into one of many kill boxes. Yeah, it's so exactly it's... what I was about to say. So uh, you, um, you've got to be careful. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be convinced. And then, and then again, it's always difficult to know what, what we're getting is true or not. You know, it's, it's hard. Well, exactly. Because so, once again, where is all yeah. of the daily cell phone footage? Oh, exactly. Where is it? Exactly. So what I'd like to point out, though, is we spoke about the next point about Ukraine about two or three weeks ago, mm. which was the defence minister was moving to London. Remember? Yeah, we did. We did point that out because he'd resigned and was and he'd agreed that he was getting a new role in uh, London to do with some kind of ambassadorial role, but not the ambassador or something like that. And he was going yep. to go and live in run London. And now we're getting two reports. One, either he's been fired or two, he's resigned, although he posted a letter of his resignation. But we knew, how did we know about this three weeks ago? And mainstream media are just on it now. How? Well, who knows? How can that be? Who knows? Uh, I mean, am I wrong? Did we... I just dream this? No, we did talk about it. Yeah. We definitely did. Yeah, we did. Um, I think maybe it's because we actually have our finger on the pulse and... You know, like this morning, for example, when we were sitting there chatting about some of this stuff, we are sitting there actively researching and fact-checking mm -hmm. and making sure that the, the big points that we're going to talk about, we've got locked down and we sort of know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, no. And it doesn't appear to me that the mainstream media do this. And once again, this goes back to my article over on chasingdescent.com. It's okay to not know. 
It's okay to not know. <laughs> but these a... people, they talk with authority like they've always yeah, I known. Know, I know. It's a bit like the... Um... It's a bit like the people putting up the post pictures of the new defence minister. <laughs> well, the alleged pictures of the new defence minister, we must but, say at this time. I mean, I don't know if they're real or not. To me, they all look the same. I mean, these guys all look the bloody same. They looks like four photos of the same guy. Well, there are allegations flying around the Twitter sphere about Ukraine's new defence minister. <laughs> allegations that we will let you discover for yourself. Uh, it's out there if you want to go and find initially, it. Initially, I thought it was Zelensky. <laughs> have you seen some of the pictures of him in his tight leather and high heels? Yes, I have. Of course I have. <laughs> to be fair, we get much further further along with this, and we, you know, the world goes any more crazy. You'll get those same types of pictures of me. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I'll just say, fuck it. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, I don't have. Oh no, I do have it. I do have it on this list, right? So, um, Harold says we've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get them. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> to see you Saturday, Harold. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, where are we? Um, climate? No, not climate change. Let's talk about the crumbling concrete in the schools. What's the what's the agenda here, though? Because why would they why would they not want your kids in school? Because when they've got your kids in school, they get the opportunity to brainwash them, they get the opportunity to force treat them. You know, they get the opportunity to do loads of things without you having any control over them. Sorry, they're not saying they don't want the kids in school. They're saying we're going to fill these schools up with shipping container classrooms as quickly as possible, so we can get your kids in school. Right. Okay. So, so, so those, do you think it's a genuine? Do you think it's a genuine? Yeah, somebody screwed up with the cheap concrete. And, of course. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Right. First of all, first of all, a lot of this stuff was done via the New Labour Party, which is also known as the Red Tory Party. Under Tony Blair and his PFI initiative, it was done saying this is why hospitals and courts are now also affected by this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and under these hospitals and amounts, courts, oh yeah, hospitals so all public buildings basically. But there were heinous <laughs> amounts of public funds pushed in, funneled into these PFI initiatives. Oh yeah, I know. And the... they were built as cheaply as fucking possible. Well, of course they were. So that. So that the, the developers could pocket as much money as they possibly could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, no and torch, no this trials. is what it it's what it all boils down to, people. Greed. It's what most things boil down to on this planet, to be fair. Yeah. Greed. Has anyone watched that series Manifest? Where the people no. disappeared for five years on the plane. No. And came back. They came back. You know, the next day, more or less. But they'd been five years for them, for everyone else. But it was only a day for them. Something right. I feel like that <laughs> happened to me when I went to Eastbourne. <laughs> right, okay. But anyway, <laughs> so... It is the, a different world here, isn't it? It is, yeah. So... <laughs> so there's, a, were, there's actually Union Jacks flying everywhere. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean... and Covered in them. To be fair... It looked like a predominantly, shall we just say that the population was predominantly pale, paler than I expected. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. 
So they were interviewing one of the people on this plane who's disappeared for five years and is now back. And the guy goes, oh, it appears there are a number of outstanding warrants out for your arrest, miss. Take her away. Hold on a minute. Isn't there a statute of limitations in America? <laughs> and I'm sure it's less than five years. Maybe. <laughs> It could be. I think that's been a bit of an oversight when they've been fact checking their movie. Yeah, Should now it wasn't the forty four hundred. That's it's, it's obviously like a cheap remake of it or whatever, but it's, it seems to be okay. I'm quite enjoying it so far. Yeah, you know, I just want to address Shalini. She said she heard church bells. I hear church bells on the regular, mate. Yeah, yeah, I heard church bells as well on Sunday. I mean, I'm not hamming up how close I live to the sea when I say I live a few hundred feet away from it, am I, John? Uh, no, no, you're not hamming up on this occasion. It is it is very, very close to my home. Um, and, I, you know, when I go and do things like that, and I will say when we've, gone, we've spent this weekend together, I do take things like that completely for granted. And actually, me and Ed were having this conversation on Brighton Beach because he doesn't go down to his seafront either unless it's with... Yeah. you know friends and showing them around and stuff like that yeah and when you have a, a lovely little seaside resort and this is like a step back in time when you come here yeah um <clears throat> you're, you're right enough because i mean i lived in when i lived in alloway i was less than 500 meters from robert bunsey's cottage i've right. never been in it <laughs> i lived in air for Probably the majority of my life, I've never been. I've cycled past it. I've driven past it. I've walked past it. I've never been in it. Fair enough. But we do. We take these things for granted. You know, people come from the city specifically because they want to go to the seaside. Yeah, yeah. And I, I live at the seaside, and I don't use it. I just don't. I don't do it. I don't use it. And then I moan when I go to a city. But I take what I do have for granted, and I, I think many people do. To be most people do, mate. Most people do. You know the 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 uh, the convenient or the, the the stuff that's there for you on a daily basis becomes a mundane. Yeah, I mean, you guys went to the Victorian tea rooms and had fucking tea and scones with jam and clotted cream, was, didn't you? They were lovely. They were the scones were like almost. Uh, they must have been freshly made because they were nice and warm, but they weren't microwave because they didn't go. All, you know how when you microwave something that goes all that hard way. As it starts mm -hmm. to cool down. Well, they didn't do that. I think they were fresh made. Well, they probably lovely. were because the Victorian team room, Victorian tea rooms are are lovely over over there. You go to the one on the pier because we've got two. Yeah, it was the one on the pier. Yeah, they're they're wonderful, and, and all of their sandwiches because you can get like a sandwich platter there with your tea. Uh -huh. It's all freshly made right there and then in front of you. Yeah, no, um, it was really nice. I enjoyed it. But, and then I had a really, like a, it's a really nice um, meal and. Gatwick Airport. Oh, you did, yeah. I told you the food in there was good, didn't I? Yeah, it was. Um, I had, I had seafood, seafood linguine. It was lovely. In fact, I was. Are you frozen, Ben? He's touched a fucking cable. Look, you can see he touched a cable, didn't you? Didn't touch cable. Didn't you, touch I cable. can see your arm moving. You went to, you moved your arm, and the next thing you froze. What have you done now? Right, are you just being an arsehole now? Because for the people on the podcast, his video is gone and he's not talking. So, what the fuck has he done now? Stop being a dick. Either come back or fuck off. 
He's fucking gone. I told you he'd touched a cable. Where in Gatwick? Um, Sonoma, it was called. Mate, this is Ring Central. What the hell is going on? It was Ring Central. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Ring Central just crashed. You were doing something. Nope, my connection stayed stable the entire time. I've seen the, ta- the chat going. Ring Central, mate. Fucking I'm hell. Back, yeah, so what did you have at Gatwick Airport? Link Seafood Linguini. It was lovely. And Sonoma. Was, was it reasonably priced? It was 14 quid, I think. Well, there's no tax, is there? So well, you're not going to get you're not going to get anything much cheaper, are you? Really, in an airport, you know. I mean, no, a burger I, was fourteen quid. The seafood linguine was everything seemed to be about twelve or fourteen quid. So it, it was actually I, I enjoyed it. It was lovely. I'm glad. It was calamari I did, I, and prawns in it. Yes, prawns. I did one. See. Prawns. <laughs> and you know what? It did look like quite a generous portion as it was well. It's okay. Yeah. I, I had fish and chips last. I sent you a picture of my last cod chips. Didn't <laughs> yeah, I? yeah. That thing was huge. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't finish it. Well, it's better you ate that than have the fish eat you, because that appears to be what's happening in um, in the med. Oh. <laughs> yes. People are reporting that they're getting attacked by piranha-like shoals of things called ob oblata or something like that. Um, so. They're blaming climate change, right? Because the water's got warmer and the fish's metabolism has increased and therefore it mm. needs uh, it needs they need more food. So now they're picking on people's wounds and moles. <laughs> so so they're telling people and and particularly older people as well, so probably because they've got more moles. So they're telling people with moles and, and wounds not to go into the water. <laughs> These fish I look agree. like... I, I think they've put a picture of a piranha on the, the article. Of I don't course th- they have. Of course not, they have. Which is not fair, because they should have actually put a picture of the fish that's involved. But apparently the these fish... Apparently these fish have been known to be fed at the pier and they appear to have moved onto the beach and have started having nips at people. So there you go. Oh. But they're only 30 centimetres long, which is only about that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to kill you, are they? Let's face it. No, but, you know, well, uh, see, somebody says they're tasty. But, um. Adam. Adam says they're tasty. Yeah. But there you go. Well, yeah. But no, I I, I, I really enjoyed my cod and chips. What, I, I, go for, I go to a certain place and it is all fresh. They get all their fish from the seafood place on the sea. I thought you were going to say from the sea. That's good. No, they get it from the seafood place on the seafront, which is they only stock. Well, that cod, that, in that day, that cod and chips I had on Saturday night was really nice as well. It looks like it was probably from the same place. Yeah, I I think they probably do stock from the same place because it's like two hundred foot away from that restaurant. So f- they probably do. Yeah, it was a fair size and it was uh, tasty, tasty, very very mm. tasty, and it wasn't all overcooked and dried out. Yeah, so I didn't I did enjoy it anyway. So uh, there you go. So the fish are eating the people in uh, Spain. You know what? Maybe it's it's time. Did you see that film, The Happening, that you know made all the vegans kill themselves? Uh, no. Yes. No. Did people jump off buildings and things? Oh, he's gone again. 
it's gone again. Benji, Benji, you've gone again. I mean, ben has gone again. I'm back. What's happened there? Ring Central again. What's hap Why is Ring Central picking on you? It doesn't normally do this. It picked on you the other day. No, that that was my fault, wasn't it? But it's never done. It never usually comes down halfway through the show. Did you hear me scream? What the fuck? No, no, we didn't. So as it went, I just screamed. So Kanye West. Speaking of him, um, the man. <laughs> Kanye. Him and his wife have been having a little bit of fun, haven't they? They have been banned for life from boarding Venice boats after their indecent exposure. So, I mean, I've seen the. Have you seen the pictures? Uh, no, I've only got a picture here of Kanye standing there with a mask over his face and her looking over his arm, but bending down quite close to his waist. So, for the most part, um, for the most part, it was Kanye with his sitting down yeah. on the back of the boat with his yeah. ass exposed, with his wife down on her knees in front of him. You mean you just? I can't imagine what she's doing. Maybe inspecting well, him for moles know. or something like that. Could could well have been, you know, could could have been looking for cancer. Who knows? Why? 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 <laughs> why? I mean, for well, God's like Robin sake. said, first of all, Robin Venice is supposed to be romantic. Yeah, but not in a boat in the middle of the bloody canal where everybody can see you. And also remember, he's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a billionaire. So anyway, yeah, that's Kanye for you, yeah. So, well, well, like Vaughn said, uh, she was probably tying his lace. So, what about what about the 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 release of the virus at Burning Man and people dropping like flies left right? Oh no, sorry, sorry, that must be a movie because that never happened. In fact, I've no. got a, I've got, I've got a clip. Should I play my clip? Play your clip. No way, not this time. We created it. Not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> so You know what? They nearly got a nip slip there. Where? Well, from you? Oh, did you come? Did I come back too quick? So yeah, did you like that little clip? <laughs> I was I was doing this a bit too hard for oh, Jonathan right. Frakes and the shirt move. Jonathan Frakes, yeah. So we like Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so Burning Man, um, they had a bit of a storm and it rained. Yeah, and a bit of a rainstorm, a bit of a flood. And it's not really Burning Man; it's more like uh, washed Money out man. man. <laughs> Muddy man, I'm calling it. Yeah. <laughs> Completely muddy man. In fact, they didn't even get to burn the burning man. He's still there. No, they didn't. And they've all left. I don't think they've all left. I think there are some still there because they can't get out. But uh, What day is this Monday? I think most of them are trying to leave now. But anyway, but there, was, yeah. there, was, there were these stories popping up on TikTok of all places. Of course it was bloody TikTok. Yeah. Right. And there were these stories picking up... Uh, Going up on TikTok of these people going, look at these text messages I've been sent. Ebola, a burning man. Uh, the <laughs> femur have turned up and locked them all in. No, no, they haven't. No, 
the roads the roads were washed out. I mean, it's a desert. It's, it's a desert, and it got like a year's worth of rain in in one day. Hmm. So the it just turned into a big mud ball. That's what happened. Turned into a big mud ball. People couldn't get out, and. I was I was seeing in the same groups of text messages from the same people that were sending this stuff saying oh they won't let anybody out then they're going some people have just walked out and gone to the highway yeah well but well, how can you have just walked out and gone to the highway if they're they're not letting you out they they weren't stopping you getting out you just couldn't get your car out that was a problem because you needed the four wheel drive what's his name get out uh, Chris Rock got out in the back of a pickup truck yeah so they just yeah. they they get out in the back of a pickup truck so you just need them. Um, he just needed the four-wheel drive. Not everything is some big government experiment to, you know, take you out. I'm sorry, but it's not. And I, I know that might upset some people. I really do. But it's it's not always the case. And this this ties nicely back to my article. <laughs> Where, over on ChasingDescent.com. Please, please go and read his article. Stroke his ego. <laughs> Stroke it. Stroke the ego. Stroke it hard, Ooh. baby. Speaking of you stroking it hard, there's a chap been sent to jail, right? Mm -hmm. For, shall we say, having forcible relations with his pet chickens. Right? <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. It goes into some detail. And that this um, chap, who's described only as a Muslim man, right, was having relations with his chickens and his wife was filming him, right, while doing it on the GoPro 10. I mean, they even said it was a GoPro 10, right? And then he would take turns to film, to be filmed doing a chicken and then doing his wife, and then doing a chicken, and then doing another different coloured chicken. <laughs> so he obviously, he obviously liked to share it around his chickens, but then he went. He he, he just. I mean, he, he went even further, and uh, he tortured his chickens beyond that and to death. So I think he got seven years. She escaped because she said that he was also torturing her. Really? But it sounds like they were a pair of deviants, doesn't it? Tony, it must have been pretty fucking small. It won't matter if it was a male chicken or whatever. Because chickens have only got, chickens have only got one hole. I'm... <sighs> Guys... <laughs> that is foul. Do you like we've chicken? Peaked. Oh, we've, try we've those, it's foul. What? That's, I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing. <clears throat> well, actually, um, uh, you've absolutely ruined my next segment. Oh, what was your? You've I've, ruined it. I've got one thing left. What have you got? I was going to talk about the KFC rum. Oh. How, how can I do that now? <laughs> you can't. Just keep the keep the rum until Wednesday. <laughs> People have forgotten about the chickens by then. But what I want to talk to you about now, right, is the phantom. You can't top that. The oh, I think I might. <laughs> what about the phantom foot fondler of Lake Tahoe? 
So this guy got caught breaking into women's houses and fondling their feet while they were sleeping. <laughs> your audio's gone now. That'll be your end. No, no, you're, I can hear you now. Well, so nothing else, like no, no stealing. No, no, no he broke in to explicitly fondle their feet. And then when they woke up, he was confronted by them and he made good his escape. <laughs> He's the phantom foot fondler of Lake Tahoe. But he has been apprehended. And it did say that he was known to the police. It's just his behaviour has become a little more extreme because he had been charged in the past for touching people's feet before and on some occasions, um, shall we say... Performing self gratification at their feet. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that. I told I really you, I, don't. I told you I could top it though. <laughs> I got a little fondle at Gatwick. You did got touched up, didn't you? No, he didn't touch my winky. He just ran his hands up and down my legs. It was quite pleasant, actually. He told you, he told you, you, you got a nice massage, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, that was quite pleasant. And he goes, yeah. He says, I'm quite good at the massage. <laughs> the whole thing's just a play. It's quite funny. People look at me weird, especially on the plane when the, you know how when, they they start doing the the play, you know the emergency play, yeah. Put the card up and all that. I always turn to the person next to me and go, "Oh, good, it's a play. I like the play." <laughs> they always look at me like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like how easy yet because I haven't really flown any other airline in a long time. But I like how they've modernised it and it's just like a little little audio recording now, rather than the the person staying it over the thing. They just put it on. And then they just act out to the to the sort of to the radio play that's going on. No, no, they don't. They they have done every time I've been on an easy. Well, jet, not right? on these two planes, they didn't. Well, did somebody actually talk it? Yeah. Oh wow! They got they gone back in time. Yeah, uh, there was um there was two girls on the plane, um, two Scottish girls from Virgin, and they were there in their full gear, right? Right. You know their big red dresses and our big red skirts and. High heels, big red shoes, and high heels and all that, and the full makeup. And then um, they sat beside me in the, at the gate, and the the air, the air conditioning was broken, so we're all sweating like bastards. And um, I like said, I am now, yeah. And she's going, you know, one of them's going. Oh, I just wish they'd hurry up because the plane was delayed. And I says, "Have you been flying already today?" Knowing that full well that they had, obviously, because Virgin doesn't fly from Glasgow anymore, so they'd be going yep. back home. And she goes, "Yeah." Delhi, and I goes, oh, that's a sore one. Long flight. I said, so, so you're slumming it now. <laughs> he said, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know. the last flight you know I what? had, the last flight I had, other than those hmm. two that I just took, 
was an upper-class virgin flight to New York. So you really were slamming it on EasyJet then? Yeah, I was. Wow. Yeah, so, I, I quite enjoy an EasyJet flight, although, like you said, their seat pitches leave something to be desired, oh, don't they? Oh, dear. The one, the one on the way back was delayed because it was coming from Spain and it was actually a slightly better plane and that had a seat cushion on it rather than just a hard plastic thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, um, so the seat pitch was slightly bigger, but it didn't really help because the seats were slightly thicker. So it was much mm. the same. But they were complete arseholes at the gate. They were charging people for baggage left, right and centre. Of well, course, it's easy, Jack. No, no. One was an arsehole. The other one wasn't bothered, right? So flight's delayed, so you think they'd cut you some... I mean, it used to be when the flight was delayed, you used to get free drinks and things, but not anymore. Mm. But... Um, but yeah, flight's delayed, but one of them's been a complete arsehole and charging people and making them try and put their bags in this stupid wee box thing. You know, I remember actually, you saying that, we, we were delayed at Orlando Sanford International Airport, so it's not the main Orlando yeah. one, it's the other one that's about an hour's drive away. And we were delayed like two and a half hours, and they gave each person a $50 voucher to go and spend in the terminal. Yeah. Like, oh, there you go, go and spend it. Yeah, I know, I mean... <sighs> Compensation rules seem to have changed. I thought they should be getting. Oh yeah, they've made they've made it much harder. Yeah, they've made it much harder. Yeah, pretty poor. But anyway, there you go. So that brings us to the end. I think. Um, I do. I think that brings oh. us to the close of the news of the day. Alex Jones is is um, trending. Why is Alex Jones trending? Earlier on, I saw Alex Jones and Owen Jones trending one above the other, and I just looked at it and I went. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm, I'm just... the, it's all about CV, the Alex Jones shit. Yeah, it's all, Look, about, it's all about I, that. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We need to stop fear-mongering ourselves. We need to stop pushing fear on people, saying, this is coming back, that is coming back. Right. And oh, if it does come back, we'll 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 cross that bridge and we'll face it when we come to it. Yeah. And of course, there will be no compliance here, as as people have come to expect. But. People. Just stop buying into this shit. From the James Melvilles of the world and people like that who are trying to to get you on their diet of fear for clicks and likes. Because people that do that are just as bad as the people that do it on the other side. They are. They're all just as bad as one another. We will Actually, absolutely... There's something in the chat I'd like to do. Sorry, you're in mid-flow. I apologise. Yeah, it's fine. You sure? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So... JV says it has to fuel up before you board it. I thought that too, JV, right? But they boarded us on the plane. Sorry, when they boarded us on the plane. Uh, no, right, I'll rephrase that. When we landed at Glasgow, right, they were refueling the plane before we were off it. That's pretty quick. Pretty quick turnaround. Well, there was a tanker sitting beside the slot, right? And the plane came in. Right. And I thought, first of all, I thought, is the wing going to fit over the top of that? And it did, just, right? So, anyway, the tanker's sitting there, right? 
and the guy come out with a rig connected at the plane, come out with a wire, obviously for static or something, connected that to the rig, and then come out with a fueling line, connected that up, and then hit the button on the tanker and stood back while it fueled up, which was a bit strange. I thought. I don't think Because so. I didn't think they, could fuel, they were allowed to fuel when you were on the plane. Do you want to know why? I, well, maybe they didn't begin the fueling process until everybody was off. No, they were fueling but, it. I was sitting in the window watching them do it. But I don't think that's strange at all. And all I'll right. tell you why I don't think that's strange. Because companies like EasyJet need to turn around their planes in minutes yeah. for the next flight. Or else it, the fares are so cheap on on some of these flights. Yeah, I know. The, the only way to make a profit is to run those planes ragged. Um, I mean, I, I want to go to Billund in Denmark, and on most days I can get a return flight from London to Billund for £38. Yeah. That's not each way. That's return. You know, are they making a profit on that flight alone? I don't think so. So the, it's in these, these cheap airlines' interests to have those planes turned around lickety split, get them in, get them fueled, get them, you know, cleaned up quickly and get the next lot on, get them out of there again. So I don't think it's strange at all. I think it's all part of the process. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was that. It was, um, and then the taxi from the airport cost two thirds of the price of the flight. <laughs> the taxi was go. 18 quid. 18 freaking but, quid. But doesn't that just speak to what I was just saying? Yeah, I know. You know. I mean, the taxi the taxi to the airport was 9 quid. The taxi from the airport was 18 quid. I'm not even going to ask why. Well, one, it's that's only airport taxis are allowed to pick up from the airport. That's why. Yeah. But then, again, they tried to charge me to drop you off. At Gatwick Airport. When? Well, they would have done if I dropped oh, you yeah, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At a regular well, drop-off point. That, that's why you get an extra fiver whacked on your cost for um, for the taxi straight away because you're you're in the airport. Mm. But even though, even then, well, the guys, I flew on the 31st of August, right? Mm. The guy said the meter went up in the first. Yeah. The meter rate. So obviously it went up on the way back. Oh, it went up a bit. I'd yeah, say, I think uh, they just freaking make these shit up, don't they? So I just dropped John off at a petrol garage right next to the fucking terminal entrance and saved a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. No, that's quite sensible. Oh, was it two-minute walk? Well, the taxi in the way in dropped me off at dropped me off at the airport hotel, which is outside yeah, well, the charge zone. Well, this is it. I wasn't going to drop you in the charge zone. No, um, no point. What was it, a two-minute walk? Uh, From the petrol garage? But five minutes, I thought. Yeah, but five minutes. Wasn't bad. Yeah. JV says, that's no tip. Here's a tip, son. Don't fucking rip us off. Yeah, but it's not his well, fault. Well, indeed. It's not his fault. Well, no, it's the airport's fault for wanting to rip the asshole out of us. Yeah, and Already I mean, paying all of these extra hidden fees. Uh, uh, it's like, um, there is a... Uh, uh, <laughs> You feel there is a conspiracy to stop you travelling, don't you? Because everything it just seems to get harder and harder and harder unless you have a shitload of money. Well, uh, and it's not it's not just 
money i mean a lot of the time you've been quite lucky because a lot of the time the airport security is just rammed it's just oh they tried to put so me through the machine through. i know they did but you know if you're traveling with me and some of you might be lucky enough to travel abroad with me at some point in the next couple of years um they open up lanes for me because oh, i'm a cripple lovely yeah well um they tried to put me through the microwave but i wasn't having that i don't go through the microwave that's fair enough not doing fair that. enough not doing that at all that's why you received your wonderful wonderful massage yeah that's why i got a nice massage jv says i love you guys Cheers. we love you too Right, on that note, let's yep. get the hell out of here. We'll be back Wednesday night, same time, 9pm UK time, 4pm Eastern time, for you, Amy. Um, uh, John, John, say goodbye. Uh, tell them what they can do to support us as well. Goodbye. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to kick back. You just, you just do it. As you know, people, it's the beginning of the month, so you've all had your paychecks. <laughs> it's time to dig deep. Just the don't support. Consider a small donation. Consider a subscription. And you can do that on ko-fi.com forward slash chasing cent or on patreon.com forward slash chasing cent. Those that sign up to the Veridoran tiers will achieve status of citizen of Veridora and will get good things happen to you in the future. You will be the first to see Ed the Techie's face. You will. Special. You, Ed, the yes. Techie, Ed the Techie has revealed that he will be revealing his face at some point, but we're gonna, he's going to do it on a subscription-only basis. So if you're not a Veridoran citizen or you haven't donated within the month, you won't get the link to come and watch them. The other way you can do that is by clicking the join button here on YouTube. And if you, you take the lowest tier here, you can achieve asylum seeker status. Yeah. Here at Veridora. Well, do, but do they get do, do they get access to the techie? Because that's yeah. really cheap on YouTube, and we we get practically nothing. Uh, well, I I considering I don't actually partake in that show so much anymore, but I'll probably be on that one. Um, oh, will you? But. Well, I've, I've, we've taken a bunch of promotional pictures with him. Yeah, but that's only for after the fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have taken pictures. There are pictures. Anyway, we have got pictures. We know what he looks like. So with that, I, th I want to thank you all for attending this. Episode 249 of Chasing the Scent Live with Ben and with me. It's been great for you. I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep, wonder but my body won't decay Cause my messages are timeless So they'll put them on display Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty I have a sense of urgency A message for eternity For everyone internally I had some people burning me But now they fucking learn to see I ain't the one to fuck with